Today's message is how to be a good Christian in today's society. Adults, where were you last night? Were you at the club with a drink in your hand? Or are you getting ready for the sermon today? And whose side are you on, God's side or the world's side? I know how hard it is to be a good Christian, especially at school with a lot of peer pressure, with friends telling you to do this and to do that. There's a special rule book called the Bible that teaches us what to do and how to be a good Christian. The Ten Commandments are ten rules that you must follow. Thou shalt have no other gods before me, which means that God should be number one on, the, on your list of things you care about. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them, for I, thy Lord God, am a jealous God. You shall not take the name of your Lord God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to your Lord your God. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witnesses against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not cover your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Those are the Ten Commandments that we must follow. Now let's turn your Bible to Ephesians 4, verse 17 to Ephesians 5, verse 11. It says, So I say this and insist in the Lord, that you no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their hearts. Because they are callous, they have given themselves over to indecency for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. But you did not learn about Christ like this. If indeed you heard about him and were taught in him just as the truth is in Jesus, you were taught with reference to your former way of life to lay aside the old man who is being corrupted in accordance with deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your mind and and to put on the new man who has been created in God's image and righteousness and holiness that comes from truth. Therefore, having laid aside falsehood, each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on the cause of your anger. Do not give the devil an opportunity. The one who steals must steal no longer. Rather, he must labor, doing good work, good with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with the one who has need. You must let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth, but what is beneficial for the building up of the one in need, that it may give grace to those who hear. 
and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. You must put away every kind of bitterness, anger, wrath, and quarreling, and evil slanderous talk. Instead, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also forgave you. What this tells me is how to go about life. In verse 31 it says, You must put away all slanderous talk, which means don't use profanity, racial slurs, and put-downs. And in verse 26 it says, Do not give the devil an opportunity, so do not let the devil catch you slipping or acting vulnerable. Now let's go to Ephesians 5, verse 1 through 11. Therefore be imitators of God as dearly loved children, and live in love just as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and offering, fragrant offering to God. But among you there must not be either sexual immortality, impurity of any kind, or greed, as there are not fitting for the saints. You need to live like life like God would want you to, not by man or anyone else or anything else. Neither should there be vulgar speech, foolish talk, or coarse jesting, all of which are out of character. Excessive speech is not becoming for a fool. How much less are lies for a ruler, but rather thanksgiving. For you can be confident of this one thing, that no one person who was immoral, impure, or greedy, such a person is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and Christ and God. Let nobody deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, God's wrath comes on the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them, for you were at one time darkness, but now you are in light, light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the light consists in all God's righteousness and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Turn to Proverbs verse five. Four, Proverbs chapter four verse five. Acquire wisdom, acquire understanding. Do not forget and do not turn aside from the words I speak. Reflect God's words into your life, like it says in Proverbs six. Verse 1, my child, if you have made a pledge for your neighbor and have become a guarantor for a stranger, we are not perfect, but repent for your sins, like it says in Acts 3.19. Repent and then turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. We shall all live life like as God wants us to live life. Don't give in to peer pressure. Stay abstinent and stay holy. That's it. And what was the title of your sermon? How to be a good Christian in today's society.
how to be a good Christian in today's society. Can we learn something from that title? And what were some of your points? That uh, how to go about life nowadays with uh, peer pressure and all the type of stuff that people use to uh, uh, basically to act vulnerable against the devil. So we have a lot of peer pressure out here. Mm -hmm. Especially the young folks. Yes. You have a lot of peer pressure? Can you tell me some of them? Like at school with people telling you to like like hit somebody, like it's like it's a lot of things that uh people tell you to do at school but I try to stay away from it. Okay. So you won't let Satan get a foothold into your life? No. Okay. How many of us are working on that? We won't allow Satan to get a foothold into our life. Amen. Amen. Now, when, when you deal with bitterness, do you, because uh, some of the verses you was going through, there's talking about anger and bitterness and so forth. Mm -hmm. How do you handle the anger against other young kids and other young men? Well, I just pray to God to help me to uh, keep it inside and... Uh, to just let, probably let it out at another time where it's not always a good time to be angry. Okay. Nothing like prayer, isn't it? And asking God to help. Mm -hmm. and, and then what do, you, what do you do with the bitterness that piles up? Uh, I just pray, you know, to help God and uh, to help me with whatever my problem is. Okay. Does he help? Yes. Yes, he does. How many of you pray and ask God to help you with your problems? Amen. And he'll help you if you'll pray. Amen. All right. Good job, Dante. Thank you. Enjoy your sir. God bless. Amen. Okay, we'll, we'll get that off of you then. Amen. Let me just take a few moments and just share with you. Go to Proverbs 29 with me. Very last verse. The righteous detest the dishonesty. The wicked detest the upright. The righteous detest the dishonesty. And the wicked detest the upright. Young people, if you desire to walk uprightly, those who desire to do wrong are going to do what? Be against you. They're going to talk about you. But if you continue to do what is right and you honor the Lord, the Lord, he's going to honor you. And he's going to build you up. And these are some challenging days in which we are living. 
And we want you to be aware of that. But always remind yourself of this, that you are born again. That you are born again. That you're born again. And in doing so, you remind yourself that you really are a child of God. Amen? And never be ashamed of that. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? It's power. It's power. It's power for deliverance. The word salvation there is deliverance. It's power unto salvation to the Jew and to the Gentile. Deliverance for the Jew and the Gentile. And God is always your rescuer. He's always there. Now to the adults of the church, and then I'll turn it back over to Liz. We have to build on our young people. We can criticize and we can talk about their problems, but we are a generation that have to be ready to help our young people. The house in the back, we owe $10,000 on it yet. And after we finish paying for it, we want to go into the house and put restrooms in there for young ladies and young men. And we most likely will want to start using that house as a meeting place for our young kids. Next year, or by the end of next year, I like to have the money put to the side, if possible, to purchase a 40 by 80 building. I've already looked into it. It's going to run us between 18 to 23,000 just to purchase the building, a 40 by 80. That means the men of the church, we're going to have to do the inside of it. If we can attach that house, that new building, to the house, then that will become our youth center. That our youth can do anything they want to do back there, basically. That will become their area. Therefore, we won't complain about them tearing up this area. They can tear up that area. and that will be their space that will be their area in which they can gather and put their programs together their skits together uh, just hang out um, just to have games in that area and to have people there as adults to also just guide and to talk with them that is something that is feasible and something that we can accomplish if we're willing to put our hearts and mind to it. I know at times I ask a lot of a small group, but I want to remind you of this. We serve an awesome God. We serve an awesome God. And hopefully with this month's payment 
that will be made on the house that will be somewhere about $6,000 left on that house. And then the payments that we were making on the house, we will just begin to save in order for next year to purchase a building and hopefully in the following year now. Now you say, if you purchase the building, you're not putting it up? No, because we don't want to go into a lot of debt. We can purchase the building and they will hold the building for a month period for us. Therefore, the price does not continue to climb on us. And we can prepare the yard and get everything ready for the building to go in. It is all feasible for that we can have a spot for our young people. Amen? And I want you to just look around the neighborhood. Of all the young people that are still out here on the street. And I want to bring you back again. Eventually, this area here will become our inner city campgrounds for our young people. And the new sanctuary will go up on East Avenue. Now you say, well, Pastor, that's a lot. Now I don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime. But if you don't have a vision, you perish. If you don't have a vision, the night overtakes you. And I'd rather have a vision shooting towards something than doing nothing. And in that, because there's so many of our young people that cannot get to camp or cannot, that this ground become more like a campground. So we want to put basketball courts on it. We want to put tennis courts on it. We want to put a soccer field on the back. We have the land to do it. That this whole area here becomes an area, a ministry for our young people. And the new building back on the wall goes up on East Avenue for us old folks that like to sit and not run around. But it's all feasible. And it all can be accomplished. And it all can be done. Amen? Amen. Would you pray to that end? Will you believe God to that end? And here comes the hard part. Will you give to that end? Amen. God is able. Amen? Amen.